every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sounds of the week right there. Brought to you by our friends at Davis Vision. Their New Year's spe- uh, special is going on now. Save $1,000 off normal pricing uh, now through the end of January. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com today. We are live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. They have their Orem location as well, 86 East university parkway um make sure uh, drop by see what they can do for you price is so low it'll blow your mind it's the warehouse gordo you ready for a little what's going on yes i am as always all right austin has uh, put together uh, a little package as uh, we say in the biz and uh, this is just uh, you know highlights the shack situation reactions uh, in the post game all uh, put together to t- uh, to tell a nice tidy story here you go Donovan gets Zion switched on him, crosses him over, steps him back for three. Oh, take that and wind it back. Donovan Mitchell for three. Donovan tries to attack Adams, does foul and finishes. He hung, he levitated, he's just absolutely stopped time for a moment. And then he put it off the glass and in. Donovan Mitchell, here's Donovan, off the bounce, fires the three and hits. They're dropping the big, which is their big adjustment from the other night. But that should open up the off the bounce three for Donovan Mitchell. Donovan gets a double stagger, right to left, rise and fire, three, pow! Donovan Mitchell's got 21 in the first half. Kenny, you have no pictures of the first half. You just wanted to have conversation. Yeah, a little conversation. You've come to the right place. Because everyone's making these moves to win the championship. You look at, you know, what Brooklyn's done. You look at what the Lakers did over last year. You look at all the movement that's, that you look around the league. My question to the panel. Donovan Mitchell is at the point of superstardom where he can take you there or he's still all-star status he needs to be second or third option really yeah yeah see that yeah I, I, he, has, that he, has, he has enough talent to do it but hmm. what holds him because see i'm i'm seeing well, you i'm know, seeing listen, he's, that he well, scores at will and i'm seeing he's, he's overpowering people yeah but no, he that's, does that's score what will. a superstar he is okay exactly. All right. a superstar the guy who can win the game multiple ways true there are a lot of guys who are great offensive players but a superstar for a guy who can win a game. If he if he having a bad shoot night, he can get a lot of rebounds, or he can play defense. Uh, Donovan is a, is a terrific player. He's but a like, scoring machine. Yeah, but that's that's yeah, that's but, why he's an all-star, yeah, Ernie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but I'm saying he doesn't make and, and not, listen, you know, when, when guys try to explain this type of stuff, it seems like it's old guys hating. It's not old guys hating. It's like, okay, he's a great scorer. I will give you that. But he makes zero impact on the rest of the game. And and not only that. He's a great scorer. I agree with that. But if he's not scoring, what else can he do? Gobert sets the pick. Left hand off the bounce. Dribble three. Donovan Mitchell is six of six from behind the arc. And the Jazz lead it by eight. And he's got 32. Here's Donovan. Right hand high dribble. Baseball pass to the corner. Royce O'Neal. Corner three. Rolls Royce. 
and Donovan Mitchell with another dime. Rebound, four Jazz players after it. Donovan baseball pass. Ingles ahead. Ingles reverse layup. Scores it. Donovan Mitchell with another assist playing shortstop. Conley, right-hand drive. Hooks the pass to Donovan. Catch and shoot. Angle left three. Good. Have I mentioned anything about Donovan Mitchell and catch and shoot to you ever, Rob? I don't think you've mentioned it enough. <laughs> Donovan. Working off Alexander Walker, crosses him over, drops him, gives it down low to Favors, who lays it up and in. Alexander Walker has no shoes, no shirt, no service. Oh, boy, somebody is on YouTube and going to be there for a long time. Oh, my, did Donovan just... Donovan turned him into a twister game. Put the right hand on the floor, left hand on your hip. Oh, boy, Donovan, that's not nice. Part of this is Shaq. I, I said tonight that... Uh, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose. I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? All right. That's it. <laughs> that's it? All right. That's it. Okay, cool. I, I mean, I wanted you to hear it. I, I've, been hearing, well, actually, I, I've been hearing that since my rookie year. You know, I'm just going to get okay, better and well, do what I do. Good. At the end well, of the day. You. Well, that's what I wanted you to hear you say. Yes, Love sir. your game, brother. Keep it up. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think, you know, in spite of what our candid conversation, you guys are one of the top five players. You obviously couldn't see you playing playing the game. You know, you guys are one of the top five teams in the, in the, in the league. And what the question was like, I was like, I asked the panel, I was like, can this guy be one of the top five players in the league? And how can he do it? Because these two guys have been it. And the one thing that we were saying is being able to affect the game in rebounding, and assist as well as scoring because each year you become a more lethal scorer you have each year and that second way then you'll be talked about with these guys with Shaq and and Charles and LeBron's of the world because you're putting your team in position with your offensive uh, repertoire. So that's the open conversation that you did not hear that went on. Got you. Getting you into that next level. Got you. Rudy, I don't know if you're aware of uh, what happened on TNT tonight. There was a, a lot of conversations from your friend Shaquille O'Neal uh, and Charles Barkley saying that they they didn't think that Donovan Mitchell was a superstar and that he couldn't do really anything else other than score. And so I'd like to know what you think. I think that at the end of the day, uh, whatever they want to call us, you know, if we keep winning games, they're going to have to watch us anyway, you know, so uh, hopefully they get to watch us uh, until uh, July and uh, and then they can call us whatever they want. The first thing for Donovan is he's, he's efficient right now. And, you know, that means, you know, he's picking his spots. He's taking what the defense gives him. Uh, and I thought early in the game, he really attacked the rim. Um, he was able to get in the paint and get on the rim. And then as the game progressed, you know, he's seen different pick and roll coverages. They blitzed him at one point. Um, they started way back, you know, by the rim. They were dropped. And I think that's what we saw really in the second half when he was able to get some of those pull-up threes off the dribble. Uh, so his ability to read situations, um, he's, so, he's so unselfish that, um, you know, he'll, he'll take what the defense gives him. And in this case, like you said, you know, he had those opportunities. And, you know, everybody on the team knows that, you know, he's in that situation. We want him to attack and score, and uh, he just did a really good job of being balanced. I, you know, I think he had five assists to go with that, too. So, um, really strong outing for him. Yeah, I've, I've been a, a big fan of Don's and seeing the way he's grown over the last few seasons. Uh, even before I was here, um, his progression has been great. And um, I, just, I don't know how you can, you know, 
make make a statement um, regarding that and his progress at such at such a young age. Um, he's a guy that's it's gotten better every year. Uh, he's added things to his game. And he'll continue to get better. So, um, you know, I don't know we, we we like to block out all the noise here, um, but obviously, you know, we you, you hear some things leak through. You hear it, and it just motivates Don even more. So, um. I'm thankful for, you know, that, and uh, I know he'll be better. So last week I asked you about Shaq cracking on Gobert. Now it's Shaq cracking on Mitchell, Joe. What's your reaction? I honestly feel like their ratings must be so bad that they have to just <laughs> talk absolute nonsense so that they get some more clicks and some more uh, whatever they views or whatever because it's um, – I mean, it's been – I've said it before, a lot of our guys have said it before that – um, I mean, including kind of all media at times, you you don't want to, you just don't want to get like caught up in it. Um, right. At times, it's just so irrelevant, and, and it's literally like, I mean, you can go to those guys, you can go to I mean, even the last year and a half with with you guys. You guys are normally around us daily. Um, you, you just don't see what's going on behind the scenes. You don't watch. They, how many TNT games do we have this year? I think we've got like three national TV games this year or four right. or something. Like, yeah. They see Rudy, they see Donovan, they see him three times in a year. Um, <laughs> so for us, it's just, I think I think Locke tweeted last night, like you, if you don't watch our team and if, if Donovan wanted to walk the ball up every possession and play ISO, he would average 35, 8 and 8, no doubt. Um, we've got so many ball handers, so many creators. So, like Donovan's, <laughs> the best thing about Donovan being the superstar that he is is that last night I think it was we and it's happened so many times before with with Rudy and Donovan, where uh, Donovan will have a couple of turnovers or, or a couple of bad plays and he's like, Joe, take the next couple of possessions. Like I'm tired or things aren't working or whatever it is. They're blitzing me. Like let me just play off the ball. Like there's not many guys that that level that are just going to not take the possession off, but take like, hey, it's not working for me right now. Or this is, they're, they're playing really aggressively with me. Go and get the ball and, and let's create from, from something else. Like like he, he can get a wide open shot from myself or Mike or, or whoever creating. So, yeah, we really don't give a what people think about our team. Uh, hopefully the kids listening don't understand one letter. Shiz, Joe, shiz. Um, no, we really don't, though. Like, it's, if, if you get caught up in that stuff, it, 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 can, it can affect your team or an individual. And um, I can promise everybody that's listening now that Donovan went home and had an amazing sleep and He's probably not awake yet, but when he wakes up, he he won't be any different to, to what he was yesterday. And um, he's obviously, uh, I mean, we know what, what Rudy and Donovan mean to our group. Um, and anyone, anyone that has an opinion, like, cool, everyone can have an opinion, but we don't really care about anyone's opinions except the guys in our locker room and the guys that are around us daily. Man, we're on a seven-game win streak right now. We're playing good basketball. Like, you know, I, I hate to take a win like this and make it about what, they said about me, you know, like you look at how we played in the garden, like I'm happy, you know, like I, we, we remember the start of the year, you know, like we, we kind of, we came out flat in certain games like this. If teams hit us first, we didn't have a pushback. Like this was, this was kind of Minnesota, you know, when Minnesota went up 15, like they came out ready to go and we still stayed, stayed through. Like that's really where it's at. I mean, like at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm here to, to, to play basketball and be the best teammate and best player that I can be. 
they don't like it. They don't like it. I'm not. I'm not trying to make this about me. This is. This is team basketball. Like at the end of the day, we're we're winning. We're doing good things, and we just got to keep it up because we got Golden State coming in, and we got to be ready for that. Great job by Austin putting that all together. Uh, absolutely terrific. Thanks for doing that, Austin. Well, well let's start with what's obvious: Shaq, Chuck, uh, Donovan. Uh, let's get to that. I uh, last night I'm watching the game and I'm sitting back and I'm going, yep. I got uh, I got one more show to do this week, and I got uh, I got my writing done, so I'm I'm all set, I'm all ready to go. And then the second Shaq said what he said, I th- pulled my computer out and started writing because yeah, this is I knew this would be a hot topic, and the guys have been talking about it all day today, but a lot of jazz fans have too, and I know Twitter kind of erupted last night, but. When I heard what Shaq said, and I could see it coming because of some of the comments they made at halftime, and I thought, okay, this is going to be interesting because they talked about a number of things, some of which had validity and some of which were just taken too far or too premature. I wrote a column about this, Jake, and I don't know if you had a chance to see it or not, but uh, it, uh, it discusses what took place and I think why it happened and what was right about it and what was wrong about it. Uh, a lot of people had a problem with the way Shaq approached that. I mean, he, to, for him to to pull Donovan on the show and then uh, not ask a question, rather make a declarative statement about how he's not good enough to take the Jazz to the next level. I, I You know, when you hear that, you think, okay, he's trying to provoke or he's trying to elicit some kind of response it was just sort of an awkward way for him to do it. And I know jazz fans hated it, but there is some truth to what the guys were saying. When Chuck jumped in and Kenny Smith jumped in, they were talking about the high standards that a superstar player must uh, possess. And they said that Donovan's a great scorer, but that there are other things that he needs to add to his game. Now, I'll agree with that to some extent, but he has made progress in these other areas. Look at the game last night that they just witnessed, if they were watching it. Donovan Mitchell's 36 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. That's showing some versatility. You and I have talked about how Donovan needs to get a little better at the defensive end, and that's true. And there are other things that he has brought up himself that he wants to master. Court vision. Uh, getting the spacing right, setting the offense upright, all those things. And he's very well aware of that. But I didn't understand exactly what the deadline was last night that all of that had to happen right now or else it was going to doom the Jazz moving forward as far as their, their playoff hopes. It's, I mean, to, 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 to you know, to... <laughs> To put the shovel in the ground here and say, okay, this is it right now. You're not good enough. That's my main problem with what was said. Because I do believe that great players need to be held to a higher standard. You and I have talked about that on this show many times. And that Donovan is trying to develop into that kind of player. But I don't know what happened that it had to be that way as of last night. I just think what they were saying, uh, there, there's, there's value and there's truth to the whole idea that in order to lead your team to an NBA title, you have to be at a certain level and there are certain things you have to be able to do. But Donovan is a work in progress still. He's only 24 years old. He's fourth year in the league. As I mentioned in my column, Shaquille O'Neal didn't win a championship until his eighth year in the league. 
And Charles Barkley never won a championship. So, I mean, this is this is what I didn't understand about last night. It seemed as though Shaq was trying to either antagonize Donovan Mitchell or, Jake, he was trying to motivate him in some sort of mystical Shaq-Fu way to, uh, to, to, to make him uh, pronounce that, yeah, I'm not good enough. I need to work harder. I need to do better. And then if he ever does reach that level, then Shaq will say, hey, I did it. I did it. Yeah, I. What to react on? Um, I, athletes criticizing other athletes is a funny realm, right? And and it's what Shaq's paid to do, and I'm sure they're somewhat uncomfortable with it. So when they have, you know, they're they're paid to come up with these hot takes, so to speak, and then you have Donovan Mitchell on the show, and all of a sudden it's this masculinity thing. Like I, I'll say it to his face. I honestly mm-hmm. think that that's what it was from Shaq. It 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 completely inappropriate timing because Donovan just had one of the best games of his season. He was <laughs> absolutely incredible, and the Jazz smoked the Pelicans again in an extremely entertaining game where they faced some adversity. I mean, there was so many like really good storylines in that game, and Donovan was just uh, amazing. I mean, it was it yeah. was an amazing performance from him and it was it's so weird that they that that is the prevailing storyline on tnt and I'll, I'll tell you this those guys aren't watching the utah jazz they're not watching the jazz play basketball and we can get into the differences in this team compared to last year's team but they saw that the jazz didn't make any major personnel moves in the offseason and just assume it's the same team and come into it with the same opinions and it's I, I don't I I thought Donovan's reaction to it was great because it doesn't matter and these guys honestly don't know what they're talking about and <laughs> and to say that that Donovan in in his fourth the beginning of his fourth year it, it could not become good enough to take the Jazz to the to the next level is a premature judgment at best and if I brought this up with him on the post game show if you're betting against a guy that has improved every minute he's been on the floor in the NBA he's gotten better you know i i think that that's i think i think Shaq got caught up in a hot take and he's been picking on the jazz this year for some reason i don't know but i probably probably because those two guys get paid and yeah uh, and he's jelly we've talked about that again using that using that word using that word jelly but but i you know it's it's a weird flex right to bring that up in the in the post uh, post game interview with donovan who handled it beautifully by the way and mm-hmm. and i love it that it you know oh, i is a thing now uh on uh, online because it's a great way to do it he's like okay all right whatever you know that's your opinion. Great. That's that's terrific. Have a good one. You know. And then and then for were, Shaq I, I to think... oh real quick for Shaq to backpedal and be like oh I'm doing this for motivation and and uh, yeah yeah keep keep working on your game that's what I want to hear is is Shaq mm, realizing that that was not a real terrific move from him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, any, anybody who's been a part of the media for a bunch of years, and, and those guys, I don't know whether they're members of the media or what they are. I'm not quite sure what their relationship is. But that uh, keep keep working at it, brother thing at the end, it was oh, just like, Shaq, yeah. what was that all about? But I have no problem with them asking questions. You and I have had the same discussion on our show, whether Donovan Mitchell had reached a level to be able to be a superstar. We've had that very same discussion. But to say it, Shaq said it outright. You're not good enough to take your team to the next level. 
That's nothing but BS. I mean, who the hell? What, what did Shaq do? I mean, because he won a championship once, but not until Kobe helped him. You know, that, 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 he, that uh, he's going to be the professor. He's going to teach the lesson. I mean, that just seemed awkward and weird. Uh, I, I don't mind those guys bringing up the question. But like you said, the timing of it was strange after Donovan had had a fantastic game. Uh, and to put it the way it was put was just uh, it was it was uh, kind of strange. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I agree with you that Donovan did handle it well. And his height, it was kind of like I, it was you said it was like whatever. I think it was a, had a little more harder edge to it. Like it was like. Stick it where the sun don't shine, Shaq. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I think this will probably benefit the Jazz. I think those guys will rally around this a little bit. It's easy for any NBA team to get, especially when you win seven straight games, to get a little, I don't know, uh, to lose focus a little bit. And I I think this energized the team even more. I, I know people say it doesn't really matter what Shaq says or what anybody else says. But it's been my experience that both most athletes who take great pride in what they do, they they do notice that kind of thing, and they do push forward. and And I would be surprised if the Jazz don't. Well, I thought well, I thought Joe Ingles, who was really good with DJ and PK this morning, would encourage uh, folks to give that a listen if if you haven't. Uh, I thought he was he was really insightful on all this, and and he. He he alluded to a little bit how they reacted in the locker room afterwards, and and then he said, "I don't think Donovan would mind me sharing this, but he doesn't care." And and Joe said that they were laughing at it mm-hmm. in the in the locker room. So I thought that was an interesting bit of insight right there. So I don't know how much of an edge uh, there was. I mean, you can you, they can use it as motivation, and that's probably a thing I would guess, but. I, I thought that was interesting what Joe said, how they were they were laughing at it afterwards. Well, I mean, that what you do in an outward way, uh, you know, if you want to insult somebody, laugh at them. You know, I'm not sure that that's really the way Donovan feels deep down. He's got he's too conscientious and he he cares a lot about his game. Same well, I'm just telling Rudy. you what Joe said. That's all. Yeah, because right? I that, thought that I mean, was interesting and that stood out to me. So that's all I'm doing. Well, what are they going to do afterward? They they don't certainly want to deflect it, and yeah, maybe laughter is the best way for him to do it. And I'm not. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. I, I believe Joe that that's what they did, but it is. It is interesting that uh, the whole idea, how good can Donovan Mitchell become? This is a work in progress. He's not there yet. He's going to get better. And now suddenly Shaq and and, and Charles and and Kenny was asking the question. uh, Suddenly he has to compare favorably with LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard or, you know, the, the, the greats of the game. And I'm not sure that, that uh, Donovan's there yet. He's on his way, but I'm not going to sit here and go, geez, Donovan, what's the matter with you? You should have been LeBron's equal by now. And the whole idea that he, he only had one game where he got 10 rebounds, dude, 6-1. When did that become a measuring stick for for uh, a guard of his size? I, you know, there were just some silly things about it. But anyway, the point is the discussion is worth having. And I, I think it's a discussion that Donovan has had with coaches and with himself. 
as far as, okay, how good can I be? What's my responsibility to my team? What can I do to, to help lift this team up? I, you can tell by the way he plays that he's constantly thinking about that. Even last night when he got off to that hot start, and it looked like he could have gone for 50 if he'd wanted to. Uh, and then Quinn took him out, and he came back in, and, and, and he wasn't quite as aggressive offensively, at least seeking his own shot. Uh, he, he, you can tell he's looking for his teammates. He's trying to help them win as a team, not him. I think he does like to turn it on a little bit for the national audience, but a lot of players are that way. But I think he cares much more about his team than he does about trying to prove a point about himself. And, and I think that's evidenced in the way he plays. So anyway, it was, it, it certainly caught my attention and it caught a lot of people's attention. And uh, I think uh, Donovan is too smart and too well adjusted to get too caught up in this thing, like you said. But he, he, he does have worry. He has to, he does have to get better. I agree with that perspective, but I'm not going to sit here and say, geez, Donovan, you didn't do it in the first three seasons and at the start of the fourth, so you're never going to do it. That's, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard.